Today I have the pleasure of speaking with MMA veteran and now gym owner of Dream MMA, Jeff Martin. Jeff, how are you today? Excellent. Thanks for having me. Thank you for talking to me. I mean, you took a couple of year layoff from fighting. Now you've started your own gym and you're doing a jiu-jitsu tournament at the end of January and you're going to be fighting for uh, Lights Out, uh, you know, what is it? Lights Out um, uh, Fights. I'm sorry. Extreme Fighting. Thank you. Oh, my God. It's been such a long day, so I'm a little tongue-tied. you got to forgive me. Understandable. <laughs> yeah. So after this layoff of yours, what made you decide to get back into the cage? Well, I never really took a layoff from training. Uh, all my breaks between all my fights were just to basically focus on uh, my passions. And, you know, when you fight, you want to be 100% into it. So my training has always been 100%. I've never stopped. Uh, you know, injuries play a part in some of those layoffs. But other than that, I, I've never left the sport. Well, that's the important thing. I mean, you know, leaving and coming back makes it that much more difficult. But, you know, the, like, obviously there had to have been some nagging injuries to, to take this much time off, you know, that you needed to rehab or that you just needed a fresh start. Uh, yeah, one of my injuries that I had was a fracture in my jaw. Um, so doctors said to take, actually, they always recommend not to fight again, but you can't listen to doctors. I've, if I listened to doctors, I wouldn't have ever fought to begin with. Hmm. So um, broken jaw took me eight weeks to recover from. The timeline in my head was, you know, one to two years, and uh, life just happened, and I took three years off. I came back. I had my first fight back was uh, 10 pounds higher than the previous fight uh, due to trying to find the right opponent. Seems like a lot of guys don't want to fight me. Mm -hmm. And so my first fight back was a title fight at 145 pounds. And I had, uh, you know, I took a couple hits to the head. So I thought, let's let the brain rest. Let's get better. Let's improve. And we'll come back soon. So after that layoff, I'm ready for my next fight, and I got the perfect opponent for myself. Well, we're glad that you're healthy. Who are you going to be fighting in uh, in March? Uh, a gentleman by the name of Marcos Bonilla. Mm. That's going to be the first fight uh, that I've actually wanted to punch somebody. Ooh, that's, that's always worthwhile. <laughs> yeah. What I notice with a lot of fighters is when they promote their fight, they never tag their opponent in any of the social media posts. They're like, I'm going to beat this person. I'm going to fight this person. I'm like, well, we want to see who you're fighting. Why, you know, why aren't you name dropping your opponent? And I'm glad that you finally did. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I have no problem with that. I think fighters want to just promote themselves, but you wouldn't have uh, a name without these people. You wouldn't be able to compete without these people. So, uh, I'm thankful that this guy finally took the match with myself. Right. Like in boxing, there was no Mike Tyson without Spinks and, you know, Ali without Frazier and so on and so forth. You have to have an opponent to make you great. Exactly. <laughs> uh, tell me about the school because you're opening it up in Santa Clarita. You know, uh, it's uh, it's becoming kind of a hotbed for mixed martial arts uh, up uh, in L.A., just over the mountain, you know. And for some reason, a lot of people are moving out by Magic Mountain to do this. Yeah, it's an affordable place to live, very family-oriented, great schools. And speaking of schools, I ran for Hart School Board in this area, and I ran on the platform of 
school safety anti-bullying. So this school is basically just an extension of that dream, and that's why it's called Dream Martial Arts. Nice. And would you be like helping coach at the local wrestling school and stuff too, or? Yes, I'm in the process of forming the Hart High School wrestling team. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, who is the author of the original Conan series? And I'm paraphrasing, paraphrasing of course, um, said that, you know, there's uh, so oftentimes the savage man is more civilized than the civilized man, because at some point the savage man knows that if he crosses the line, he's about to get his head bashed in. And it's <laughs> and it does seem like there's a lot of civility within the savagery of mixed martial arts. It's the yin and the yang. You can't be a savage without the soft side. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you, MMA has blown up. I mean, you know, we had Pancrase in Japan. There was shoot wrestling, which was basically strong style wrestling. I mean, it was predetermined, but there was a lot of guys that uh, that fought that style beforehand. And, of course, the rise of the UFC has put everything on the map. Um what is it like to see the sport that you love not only evolve over the past five years, but become mainstream? It's, it's a great feeling to have students participate in a martial arts that will actually protect themselves. So that's a great sign. I see a lot of people training things that don't work. So it's mm -hmm. nice to see that the mainstream people can actually use this and actually defend themselves. Yeah, I forgot who I was talking to about this, but they were talking about some of the martial arts that don't always work. Like Taekwondo has some great kicks and whatnot, and they said they'd rather take a, uh, a someone that had a black belt at 12 years old in Taekwondo that learned the discipline from or learned how to be disciplined from that in as an MMA student rather than some guy that just hopped off the bar stool and wanted to learn how to train. I would have to agree with that. Uh, on the other hand, also, retraining techniques can be difficult. Some people won't let go of their past knowledge. Mm -hmm. So it goes both ways on that. Right. Uh, what is it, you know, I mean, the catalyst was to open up a school and, and help kids and, and spread the love of mixed martial arts and, and the art of mixed martial arts. But what finally got you to you know, pull the trigger and say, all right, I'm going to open up a school and let's do this for real instead of just train somewhere else? It's been a, a long process. Uh, it's been a dream in the making for over 12 years. Um, I had a, a friend, a colleague of mine, say, you know what, Jeff, what are you doing? And he, we had a little long talk here, and I realized – I'm wasting my potential just sitting around building someone else's dream. And if this is my dream, why don't I go towards it? So I put one foot in front of the other and I haven't stopped. Nice. And do you have any affiliation with either your previous school or your previous training partners, or is this just Jeff Martin's dream MMA and boom, it's just you. This is my dream. And whoever is there as part of the family. So I have a lot of friends and, and uh, acquaintances have transitioned from, uh, from my past that are with me and it's continuing to grow. I've only been in business for under three months and, and classes are booming already. Yeah. Morning classes, evening classes, or just, you know, an evening schedule that's looking to expand. 
it's an evening evening schedule looking to expand and I just heard word that someone's interested, one of the most knowledgeable martial artists in Santa Clarita. He's a walking encyclopedia. I, I heard through uh, a friend that he wants to teach morning classes, and I have a few other people that are interested in joining the team. Well, let's get those contracts signed so you can name drop them at some point. Definitely. Now, you're going into your 23rd professional fight, and you're only 35 years old. I mean, that in some instances, that's unheard of. Not many people make it past 10 fights or even yeah. make it past a couple. Right. And, you know, and then you see some of those guys that have 15 to 20 amateur fights. And at some point, I, I would assume that they should have been forced to turn pro. Yeah, I, I, it's not the same as boxing. Mm-hmm. I know boxers need to do 100 amateur fights or whatever the number is. Uh, these these guys that are doing multiple, multiple amateur fights, some of the guys they're fighting are pro-level as well. Mm-hmm. So these promoters are taking advantage of these young fighters. Wow. Yeah, and to make it this far, and still, and well, in fighter years, I mean, you know, they usually say 35 is not young anymore, but it's still re- relatively young in society, and to still remain healthy. What does it mean to sit there and go, look, I'm on fight 23, I'm still walking. I'm still cognizant of what's going on in this world. You know, my brain hasn't been turned into mush because I haven't been kicked so many times in the head. And sit there and still have that drive to compete. You know, each individual is different, and there's nothing that can get in the way of my dream. Mm. So I'm I'm going full speed ahead, taking one day at a time, and I have my short-term goals, my long-term goals, and and nothing can stop me. And now you're a jiu-jitsu practitioner. You're going to be competing in a tournament. Which tournament are you going to be involved in on January 25th, I believe? It is in Cerritos at Cerritos College. Uh, to be honest, it's one of the either sport jiu-jitsu. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> there's so many tournaments. I, I have someone else signing me up for every tournament this year possible. So, uh you know, I'm I'm not really focused on the the tournament names. I'm just ready to compete against anyone that shows up. Right, put on the gi or the, or the rash guard, and then just hit the mat. We'll be doing that uh, both days, Saturday and Sunday, gi nice. and no. Oh, so you're in both tournaments. Correct. Wow. You know, is it is it difficult to transition at this point between gi and no gi for a tournament within you know a 24 hour period? Not at all. I, I've began as a no-gi practitioner. I realized I needed to wear the gi to receive uh, belts and black belts, and and it's all the same. It, either way, it's, it's a competition, and the best man will win. Right. And now your fight that's coming up at Lights Out, you know, you said this is the first guy that you really wanted to punch in the face, well, professional, professionally. Uh, how did the bad blood start between you guys? You know, the guy was a gentleman, uh, to a certain extent, but there was a, they offered me a fight against him, against mm-hmm. Marcos Bonilla. Mm-hmm. I said, yes, immediately. This isn't the first time I've heard that name at different promotions. Mm-hmm. And he says, no, which he said in the past, uh, 20 other fighters in the day have said that no to me. Uh, so they offered me, Hey, do you want to fight Chase Gibson for the title? Mm-hmm. And I said, sure. I already fought his twin brother. Let's go. Mm-hmm. I don't care who I fight. Let's let's compete. Let's put on a show. And so this guy decided to go on some sort of video Facebook and say that Jeff Martin does not deserve a title fight. 
And after 20 professional fights, I deserve whatever. No one's going to dictate what I deserve other than me. And if you're going to tell the world that I don't deserve, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I get a little emotional here. Uh, if I don't deserve something, then I'm going to prove to you in the world that I deserve whatever I want. <laughs> and so not only did the guy back out of a fight, but he's told you you didn't deserve the title fight that you took. Correct. Well, so, it, it makes for a good Rocky saga. <laughs> yeah, and now this is a three uh, five minute or, or three round five uh, five minute fight, or um, you know, yeah, again, sorry, yeah. man, I'm a little tongue tied. It's been a very long yeah. day, you know. So uh, it's uh, three rounds, five minutes each round. Uh, it's not a five. It's not a five five minute round. Uh, about right. right. My last okay. two fights have been five fives for title fights, <laughs> and you know, in one of my title fights. My jaw broke in the first 35 seconds. I proceeded to win the rest of that round, first round, and then I lasted 17 and a half minutes. So my cardio is there. My strength is there. My technique is ready. And this guy doesn't know what he's getting into. And there's a reason he didn't sign the contract in over the last 10 years. Uh, and apparently your pain threshold's there as well if you fought for another 17 minutes with a broken jaw. Ooh. And I went home thinking I had a loose tooth and tried to rip it out. Oh, man. <laughs> and then when you finally went to the dentist, what happened? The next morning, uh, the person that drove me worked in the dental field. She saw the the x-ray, and she almost passed out. And basically, my heart dropped, and I was like, wow, no wonder. <laughs> As you're crunching on walnuts the, the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> like, my teeth kind of hurt. That's about it. You know? <laughs> I saw the video, and I, I, I looked at my my mouthpiece and I tried to touch my tooth between the first and second round. And, you know, you just try to block it out and keep going. Man. You know, and when something like that happens, obviously you have the pain threshold, you have the drive, you have the willpower to keep going. Uh, you know, the, the, it's healed up obviously at this point, but is there ever a fear of it cracking or breaking in the same spot again? Nope. They say the fracture heals stronger in that point. Um, so if it were to ever break, it'd be in a different area. Uh, I had fear going into my last fight, so that's why my performance was subpar. You know, I thought, go forward, go forward, go forward, go forward. And that's not the way you need to be. So my, I'm mentally strong. I understand when to go, when to relax, and I'm ready. Mm -hmm. And what helps you relax? Because everyone has to have a hobby you know, or a relaxation technique, something to clear their mind or just allow them to be who they are. Who is Jeff outside of the cage and off the mat? Uh, I, I like to go hiking. I like to spend time with friends, family. And my new hobby, I guess, is cleaning the mats at my gym. <laughs> <laughs> so you become a clean freak is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, never took anything up like, you know, cross-stitch or knitting or yoga, Pilates, anything of that sort? I've done yoga, uh, soccer, football, you know, I'm still, I've been known to still kick some field goals here and there, uh, but whatever, whatever I do these days is just to pursue my goals and there's very little downtime. I'm working, you know, I, I I'm sleeping less than before. 
because now I'm driven and I have my eye on the prize and I know exactly what I'm going for now. Right. And, you know, you are in your, I assume you're in your fight camp already. Just beginning. Okay. And I have my first ever professional boxing coach. It's pretty ridiculous that I've made it this far in mixed martial arts without some serious boxing training. Mm-hmm. And uh, now I have silver medalist national champion Fernando Guerrero in my corner, and that is now my new head coach. And I also have a D1 wrestling coach. Uh, he was a runner-up in New England, and if he would have been in any other state, he would have been state champion. Oh, man. You know, it sounds like you're in good company. Man, I, I'm so blessed, and the dream is coming alive. Yeah. When when you do get in your camp, I mean, you said your last fight you were you were a little worried. Uh, how do you keep that focus and that tunnel vision going? On this is my opponent. This is what I need to do. You know, because discipline for so many people these days is so difficult. It's so easy to sit there and go, "I'll go to the gym tomorrow," or "Oh, I'll go wherever you know, anytime." Like, is it well, is, is it better to have a place to go or to have a home facility? As in, with like, a gym? Or? Yeah, yeah, like a gym. Like you know, some because for some people they can work out at home, and other people have to go to a gym. And since you own your own gym, you know that could play, you know, into it as well. Um, how do you keep from being lazy when it's so easily accessible to have a facility? I used to be a social butterfly and try to go out a lot, and I realized that that wasn't helping me attain my goals. And I was busy building someone else's dream by teaching and training somewhere else. So now I can bring all these world champions to my location. Uh, I still will be traveling to my home gym of Gokors to do my sparring. Uh, so I, I, I hope to make it out there. I will be making it out there on weekends. Uh, I, but my schedule right now is I work a doctor's office, 7.30 to 4.30. I'm at the gym from 5 to 10. I clean till about 11, and that's my day. So I'm bringing all the world champions to me. <laughs> Makes it easier that way at this point. Exactly. Yeah. Um, in, in opening up your own facility and now everyone coming to you, how has your mindset changed then? Because before it would be like, I have to go to Gokor, I have to be there at, say, 4 o'clock, but the, tra- the, di- the travel time from Santa Clarita to – Glendale or North Hollywood is going to take two and a half hours traffic, so I have to leave at one o'clock. That means I have to have lunch at this time, like, you know, scheduling-wise. So how has your mentality changed because everyone's on your schedule now? I'm free. I'm free. They, If they're available, they come to me. Otherwise, Fernando and I are, are working. Uh, Kirk Grant and I, my wrestling coach, are working. And, man... <laughs> who, who else do I need other than a D1 wrestler, a boxer, and then I have a bunch of black belt jiu-jitsu friends that I roll with every weekend, every week. It's it, There's no way that I'm not going to get enough training. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the important thing, and staying healthy, of course. Uh, where's your school located in Santa Clarita? Let's give, let's give Dream MMA a shout-out, and you know if uh, you want them to pop in for a class or a seminar. Yeah, it's 22942 Lions Avenue. I'm directly across from Jimmy Dean's, the famous little restaurant over here in our town. And 
If you know where the Newhall DMV is, their back fence connects to my parking lot. Perfect. So all the younger jujitsu fighters that are looking to get their driver's license, you know where to train and where to run around the corner to take your driver's test. And if you can't find parking at the DMV, let me know. I'll give you a parking spot in my parking lot. Oh, awesome, man. <laughs> Jeff, thank you so much for your time. Where can we find you on social media and Dream MMA on social media so we can follow you there? Uh, SCV Dream MMA on all accounts. Jeff Martin Facebook. And it should be very, fairly simple to find me, DreamMMA.com. And I'm there at the gym every day. 5 p.m. to 10 p.m., and morning classes will be starting next week. Perfect. And for those that aren't in the know, Jeff spells it J-E-F-F, not the fancy G-E-O-F-F. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Jeff, thank you so much for your time, man. Have a great afternoon, and good luck with your fight in the tournaments. I'll see you the man. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye. Take care.